Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. If you want to call in, our number is 505-444-5059. And I want to remind you about our website, freedomspeaknm.com. And from there, you can, if you want to watch us live on Friday, if you're listening to us on KDAZ, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, But if you want to watch this live on Friday morning, you can click on the Rumble link on our website. And also on the website, there is a radio replay tab, and you can listen to replays of any of our previous shows, as well as a tab for Becca's monologues. And you can listen to some of the monologues I've done uh, throughout the beginning of this show. So... I want to tell you a little story, a funny story. Well, you know, I went on a recent ride about, and I rode to uh, South Dakota, and I spent uh, spent uh, the night and a day at Devil's Tower, Wyoming. Right. I've always I've always wanted to, ever since I saw Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I've been wanting to go there. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you, Koe was pretty smart they, to have a spot there. They're awesome, and you know, if you and if you watch the show Thir- Close Encounters of the Third Kind, where the military have their staging area down there at the and they, not not the place where the, the where the spaceship lands, but the place where the staging area where the military they're getting things set up and they got their supplies moving in and stuff. That is the KOA right yeah, there. That's the KOA. That, that yeah, is that's the KOA. They filmed it. And then across the street you see another building that is actually a a, a general store general store yeah yep, yep. so so what they did is they repurposed it for yep. the movie so yep. it's like i watched it you know the koa i stayed at uh, every night what they do is they do a showing of close encounters of the third kind did they do it for yes. you oh, oh yes, see, they did. Yeah. i told you and in the background you see the tower it's the in the tower background, right behind, you know, you. behind yeah. the screen and it's just like i'm really, glad really, they still do it oh, that's that's wonderful oh it's fantastic yeah, yeah. it was really great um but I noticed uh, the day I got there, I was I went up to the tower, went up to the base of the tower. Um, I rode up there, and there's a path that goes all around where you can yes. walk around. It's like 1.6 miles to yeah. go all the way around the whole thing, and um, it's pretty. Yeah, it's really pretty. And you know, there were people climbing the t- climbing oh, the tower cool. when I was there. Yeah, and I took a picture of one guy who was like way up there. He was up towards the top. He was almost up there, and uh, but there were people climbing. You get you know you get uh, you sign a permission thing, probably a waiver saying yeah, if you fall and kill waiver, yourself it's yeah. not our fault yeah um but so anyway when i'm coming back from there there is i well first of all when i went in you know on national parks there's like a booth when you're going in and, yes. they, and they collect a fee from yeah. you or check to see if you got a national park pass or whatever and so there was nobody in the booth when i got there and so uh <laughs> Well, I just drove on in. I fear, well, I must not be charging the, no, anything. The, the, that's true. You can just drive on in. If there's nobody I, there... I, yeah, I just drove um, on in. Some national parks now don't do that anymore. Well, here's the problem, though. Okay? When I come back, there is somebody there. Oh, no. Okay? And there's a guy in front of me that's in, like, a motorhome. Okay. Stopped there forever. And it's like, what has taken this guy so long? You know? Right. And it's like, what's going on? Well... They were trying to collect money on the way out. Oh, basically you're not. That's messed basically, up. you're not allowed to leave until you pay us your twenty bucks or twenty five or whatever I it was. I can't. I think off. it's twenty bucks. I would have just it's drove like, off. You can't do that. That's, a, nah. that's illegal. It's your, it's your fault that you didn't have yeah, somebody there like, on the way I'm in. I'm sorry. You know, you, you know, you didn't charge anything to go in. You can't charge people to leave. Yeah, that's like keeping them prisoner. Yeah, it is against the like yeah, I said. It's, it's against, against the law. It's against the Fourth Amendment. It's against you your know? Fourth Amendment. Yeah. Well, anyway, so when I finally got up there, uh, the lady that the park ranger that was there, and by the way, the the guy she finally called a park ranger which came speeding up in his car with the lights on and escorted the guy up a little ways and i don't know they had to talk i don't know what happened from that i Jeez. have no idea but i asked her and she told me well yeah the guy didn't didn't want to pay and i and i said well and not only that on top of that but they weren't accepting cash okay and you don't know this they're supposed to accept cash yeah well yeah how can they not accept cash we're going to get into that after yeah. this but I, so I, I, I told her, I, I said, you know, you know, I didn't want to get super confrontational. I said, but you know, I said, how can you charge people on the way out? I said, what if I came in because I thought it was free? And now you're telling me when I'm leaving, I have to pay. Yeah, you should have. I'd say, what if I didn't you have, go to court. what if I didn't have any money? Yeah. What if I didn't have a credit card right. or a debit card? Yeah. And I didn't even have so cash. So you're going to arrest me because I, that's, I, I said, I you would have won a big lawsuit. And, and, and so I asked her, I said, so what, what, would you not let me leave? 
<laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I can think Was of. Was I trespassing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Am I trespassing public <laughs> lands, mind you? Public lands. So... So here's the thing, and and I'm going to get into this, into the cashless thing. We're going to yeah. talk about this, too. Yeah. But, and, and this will kind of segue into that. It's like, okay, number one, this is a national park. Right. Es- essentially um, detaining you. Yeah, illegally. From leaving. Right. Illegally. Yeah. That would be holding you uh, against your will and kidnapping. Right, it would be. And you could charge that against the officers and, and yeah, they might take you to jail, but you're going to win in court. Well, you know, like these criminals that are shoplifting these stores are right. are, are using this as a means of getting away with stealing. Right. It's like, oh, well, you have no right, right to re- detain me. Yes, you, you, actually, you're, I do. You're not a police officer. It's, it's okay. So it depends, again. I, I think that's what they're playing on, though. Yeah. You know? No, I, I get it. Yes. But it depends. Okay, it's, it's dependent on... If it would be like for a store, it'd uh-huh. be like if there's no person there to say you need to pay for that. It's different than if a land that you, you all they could do is trespass you. Yeah. And even then, you would win in federal court because how would you be trespassed of public lands? Right. And and I'm telling yeah, you, public lands. That's the public key word. lands. And I'm telling yeah. you, a judge would definitely admonish them, not you. Yeah. You would be released, and then maybe get a lawsuit out of it. You know, because then any detainment is a certain amount of money per hour. It's, uh-huh. like, it's like 800 or $900 per hour or something like that. Well, the excuse they used is that, well, you know, traffic traffic backs up and it backs up out into the road and it causes problems. Well, that's not my problem. That's, and that's yeah, not that's anybody's not your problem. problem. That's your problem. That's your Maybe problem. Maybe you need to put it in a second booth and get it, bring in a second person. Yeah. And so you, you can move the people through quicker. Yeah. Maybe that's what you need to do. Yeah. But they use... It's like anything else. It's like during the scamdemic in which they were violating people's rights. Well, it's a national emergency, so we have a right to, to violate nope. your rights. And But see, that way of thinking has just seeped into it's everything. It's seeped into everything. Everything now. Okay. Now there's justification all over the place for violating, the, rule, trouble, violating law, violating people's rights. But, but imagine this. They are getting in trouble. I know if I've had to deal with this with schools and other things. You quote them the law, all of a sudden they're like, oh, crap, but it's actually bad for me. And it's like, yes, and I will win. So go right ahead. I dare you. I have right? a feeling that you guy have, with the RV was probably see, saying the same argument. Right. He's, and, like, he's like, go ahead. Arrest me. I dare you. Yeah. Like, I would have said the same thing. I said, go ahead and arrest me. And, uh, man, you know, I really need a new Mercedes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I need a new wing on my house, too. That's the way you sell it. You're very yeah. courteous, you're very kind, but you'd be kind of a little sarcastic. Yeah. And, and you say, sir, yeah, you know, I respect what you what you believe, but I know what the law says. Well, and I know how this will play out in court. And I would not be a bit surprised if this guy that was driving the motorhome is the same guy, because when I was also up there, there was, as I was walking up in there, there was an area where a park ranger was talking about the history of the tower and things right, like that. Right, And about the story about how they basically screwed over the Lakotas. Yeah. Uh, you know, and violated <laughs> the treaty. And this yeah. guy brought this out, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's... And it's like, I bet he's the same guy that was driving that motorhome. Probably. he was like, you know... I I almost felt like coming up to the guy and says, yeah, yeah, you're totally right. I completely agree with you. Yeah. You know? But I wouldn't doubt it at all. I wouldn't doubt that, it that's either. That's what happened. But here, here's another thing to think about, too. Did he get arrested? Did you see him no. be put in cuffs or anything? No. Okay, no. good. I have a feeling. I, I feel he, he probably got won, away. He won his argument, I, I bet you he won his argument. Yeah. Because are you really going to arrest somebody for trespassing in public lands? Yeah. And who has done nothing threatening towards anyone, but well, yet argue a point... And I know because I've gotten in arguments with cops and understand I'm I'm a retired law enforcement officer, but I've gotten in arguments with cops. Oh, I got my wife kind of in trouble for it. But um, I've gotten in arguments with cops in the same thing of perception and belief, mm-hmm. not law. And they believe or have perception that what they did was legal. And I'm like, no, you it's called entrapment. Yeah, you cannot. If I so it happened, so we were driving through um, uh, Kansas and we were dry, driving through uh, oh, Wichita. And in Wichita, there's the highway, the freeway goes through the middle of it, right? It's, it's, a, it's a nice place. I've been up there, it's beautiful um, for the plains, for a plains area city and stuff. It's a nice city, I know, because I've been there for a convention. And, anyways, we're driving through and 
it goes from 50 to 45 to 30 in like boom 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 i mean and not even a quarter of a mile yeah you literally have to stand on the brakes you to, literally to be have to stand on the limit. brakes and cause an accident yeah so yeah. my wife slowed down and then the cop pulls her over even though there's all these other cars passing her and we're getting off on another highway so she pulls over and the cop goes up well you were speeding and i said sir no we were not we were in the process of slowing down, which means we were abiding by the law and the speed limit. There is nothing that's been broken here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're wrong. And I'm like, no, let's, okay, so let's go get a judge and let's decide. But, oh, we can't do that, so we prefer your supervisor. I'm not going to get my supervisor. I mean, it just became this huge argument. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so a state police officer shows up. My wife's freaking out and crying. She thinks she's going to get arrested. And I'm like, you're not going to get arrested. This guy's just a jerk. And he's just a jerk. He, he thinks he's right because he was set up a trap, which is entrapment. And you were slowing down. Your foot was on the brake. I'm a witness to that. You can see the brakes were on. He admitted that. And the state police officer, so she's he's asking her to come out of the car to get away from me because he doesn't want to argue with me. Yeah, what are they going to do? Give you a ticket for right, not slowing down fast enough? For not enough? slowing down fast enough. And that's what yeah. I said. And, and and so, you know, the state police officer comes up and is like, actually goes to Asher, are you okay? Because she's bawling. <laughs> and he thinks, he thinks the cop hurt her uh, yeah. <laughs> so he's like what's going on here and then she explains and he's like oh 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 <laughs> you know he understood that this was bs yeah yeah and so he's like so the cop just writes her the ticket and leaves and he stays and makes sure that she's better and we're okay and we leave great state cop man this uh-huh. was yeah way to go state officer of kansas yeah. you know that you stand up guy um, but yeah, like, you know, again, you have a right to, and see, this is what people don't understand. You do have a right to argue to a point with mm-hmm. an officer. You shouldn't do it that gets you in deep trouble and scream at him and threaten him, but you can argue the point and ask for a supervisor. The fact that he refused the supervisor right there is a violation of policy mm-hmm. and, and somewhat of your rights because you have a right to argue a point, you know, because an officer is a, a mediator in a sense, right? He's divvies out what he believes he heard from two parties, right? So you can argue the point if you want. It, You know, again, he can write you the ticket. You go to court and you fight it. And that's what I try to tell people. It's like, don't be afraid to fight it. Yeah. Don't be afraid to argue it because guess what? You can argue pretty good, especially lower courts. Judges don't mind a little bit of argument from you. They might advise you to get a lawyer or something depending on the crime or the conviction or whatever. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to debate well knock on wood but i've never lost in, in traffic court <laughs> ever that's awesome same here yeah yeah and it's like I, i've either gotten a deal that went my way or i just or they just yeah, let me go i always plead not guilty yeah same here and and then i come back and uh, there's a number of strategies i'm very good at it and yeah it's like you know you just got to know you got to know the law you got to know your rights right and, and you know, like that, I said, as simple as be that. courteous and kind in your arguments. Mm-hmm. Don't scream at them. Don't yell at them. And that was kind of a little bit of my fault, and I admit it at that time. I was, I was not in a good mood. It was late at night, and I'm just sitting here going, man, we were almost to our destination, and here's this guy just picking on us out of staters. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Well, was, I've, I've heard that often they target out of staters. In Kansas, yeah. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. Not the state police, but the police of the towns and cities. Yeah. The sheriffs are pretty good guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and that same day, actually, Ash, my wife got, the same day, she got pulled over by the sheriff earlier on our way to Kansas. We were going to Kansas City, mind you, to see a friend. Uh, she, she, We got pulled over. She was maybe five over. It was six over. And he just warned her and said, hey, have a nice day. That was the sheriff. But the cop, man, he was... Just you a, know, my uh, uh, it was my my niece, her, her dad for a while was a state highway patrolman in, oh, okay. in Ohio. Oh. And uh, she knew that their policy was, is like, if you are not like over six over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they don't 
They don't bother you. Well, and, and it's... But, but some of them are kind of overzealous, some of them and they'll do it anyway. We'll do it. Okay, so the small towns in New Mexico, they'll do it. They'll mm-hmm. get you for two over, three over, especially Corrales, mm-hmm. which you can understand. It's tight area. You really want people going oh, to speed limit Oh, Corrales is there. terrible. Yeah. I think they're, what, 15 miles yeah, per hour? Some like, crazy. Some places, it's yeah, like it's, 25. It's crazy. 25. Yeah, yeah. And, but anyways, they'll get you for a few miles over. But, yeah, I but, know. But, They've got me before. The reason mm-hmm. you go for the five over... And I mean, this ain't a secret. It's not like I'm giving away some state secret here. But um, the reason you go five over is because that's the margin of error. It's considered the the higher courts have considered that called the margin of error. Well, yeah, because your speedometer is not really. It is very exactly true, act, and it depends You're, on your not, tires. My and all my kinds truck of stuff. speedometer's way off. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so can the radar. Even if you tune the radar, it can still start getting off mm-hmm. by a few miles an hour. So you have a five mile an hour margin of error. And that's why they say six over. Yeah. And I used to be told the same thing. Wait until they're six over and then go for it. Mm-hmm. Because then you're guaranteed that ticket's going to work, you know. So let's get into the uh, cashless thing. Yes. Okay. I I was talking to somebody when I was in Sturgis. Uh, there was a, a, a store owner there in, in the main part of town that I had eating at a restaurant next door, and I come out, and I'm thinking, oh, I want to go into one of these shops, see if maybe there's something I might want to get, like a souvenir or something. And I noticed uh, hanging above this guy's shop were Let's Go Brandon and stuff like that flags. And it's like, I think I need to go into this. This seems like my kind of person. <laughs> so, so, so I go in there, and I get to talking to this guy. And turns out he's very, very interesting. As a matter of fact, I might have to see if I can have him call in for our show uh, Saturday night. There you we're go. talking about flat Earth and stuff yeah, like that because right. he's like a big flat earther. Uh-huh. Okay, it's like so. I, I'm going to have him call in because I'm kind of curious about, about his outlook on some of that stuff. But <clears throat> I go in there, and I ended up getting into a conversation with him, and it got so interesting. I found a chair and just pulled it up and sat there, and I talked to him for like three hours. Right. <laughs> So these are the things I like to do when I'm out on a road trip. It's like these unexpected things like this happen that are like the highlights of my trip. Yeah. And but he was talking about we were talking about the cashless thing about how, you know, how this basically just gives over all your all your control. I mean, yeah. I mean, face it, you know, money is freedom. Cash is freedom. Yes. You know, we talk about, you know, your right to travel as being freedom and things yeah. like that. No, cash, no, no. Cash is cash, the free Cash free. is the freest yeah. thing yeah. of all. Um, you do not want, even, even if you're like me and you hardly ever pay with cash, you want to be You still able to, want that ability. Still, I'm the same yeah. way. I hardly ever yeah. pay with cash, but I still want that like, ability. Like, I still pull like it I've out. Got a, I've got a trailer I'm selling right yeah. now that I just, I want to cash for it yeah you know that's like you know um and just there are a lot of things that you transact cash for you know what if you're going to have like a yard sale at your house right. it's like people are going to pay you cash yeah and and yard sales are still even they tried to shut them down during covid but that didn't do very well yeah they yeah, couldn't stop every yard sale it was impossible so he taught he mentioned something that i had never heard before um that these credit card processing companies like yeah. like uh square and stuff like that they're actually p- offering to pay people to not accept cash. That explains why some of these stores are doing it. Could be. I mean, we're talking ten grand. But you we're know, talking a significant that's amount a good, of money here. That's a good, yeah, conspiracy type thing, right? And I buy. You know, that's a possibility. But you know what's the other possibility is that gets them more money to get away from Visa. Right, because Visa, you know, Visa, Mastercard are the holders of everything. We've already handed it over. Okay. Right, they they hold it all. Yeah. Right, and they've shut people down, gun stores and stuff. Oh, they have. Well, right? they basically put people. They they. So we're now, already, I think they we're shot, already kind of. Cashless. I think they shot that down recently. Yes. Um, no, they won in they, court. They they I'm not prevented saying, the credit card companies from assigning yes, a special code. They can't for assign gun purchases. that. Yes, because yeah, they won in court. But what I'm saying is is, and that's why you should always fight. And this is what I say: you should always fight. It's always. It might cost money. It might be depressing. And I've fought for my rights many times and most of the time have won you know and so it's not that everybody's going to win but it's always worth the fight because you're clearing a path for people behind you to have an easier time to go through court or to fight the government mm-hmm. you know or to fight you know your local systems or whatever you know it's always best to 
put them on notice. It's always best to be kind, but but firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but anyways, like the cashless thing is kind of interesting because, you know, they're talking about this the Fed, the Fred, the the Fed crypto or is it crypto fed or something fed now like? fed now talking about yeah well well, no, that, well the fed now thing just applies that's to different transactions that's between di- banks. yeah that's the way they're trying that's to figure thing. out this whole 600 dollars cr- <laughs> that's crud. A, apparently an instantaneous way to do bank transfers between but we already banks. do it see this is yeah. what i don't understand is we already do instantaneous there are ways to do it yeah i guess this is faster no dude right when the feds come in it's going to be worse you know like it won't work like with it never my bank, does. I mean, there's a, a a service called Zelle that you can use. Right, you can transfer money that way. Well, and think about mm-hmm. this: they think they're gonna, it's gonna work, but you know what? Right when it cuts into their wealth, the rich, it'll go away. And I'm telling you, I don't think the Fed crypto is ever gonna work. And 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 a lot of the evaluations is already been saying that that the cash still needs to be there. You still need to have this monetary system. See, crypto doesn't work without cash. Right. It doesn't work. You it's, still it's, have to have it's something. It's based on cash. Yeah, it's based on cash. I mean, how do you how do you get crypto? How do you get crypto? Well, with you, cash. You buy it with cash. Yes. yes. So that's what I'm saying. It's and, and even some of these experts were saying that cash could still need to be there. And they and they made some laws during COVID. That actually kind of shut this down. Did you mm-hmm. not like it said in the article? Well, you know the thing that's surprising. They made some laws that, <laughs> that's shut down that makes it no. You here, have to accept cash. <laughs> here's the thing that I found surprising is that the Republican, a lot of the Republican uh, uh, red states are the most resistive to preventing uh, this this cashless thing. Yeah, Democrats are more in favor of it. They're it's like, more in wow, favor of that's, it. Yeah, that's completely upside down to what Isn't I it? expected. Yeah, because you know the Democrats, the Democrats always, are like, no, 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 we got to keep control cash. it. They always want to control everything, but well, the Democrats want to keep the cash. Well, here's the thing: you want to know why? Just like you said, cash is freedom. It's also freedom to pay people to do certain things during certain elections. Well, yes, you're right. Because you cash point. is untraceable. It, it, it enables criminal activity. It enables, just like crypto does. <laughs> so it'll yes. never go away. <laughs> well, I don't believe it will. assured everybody. <laughs> I don't believe it will, because if we were really to follow a true godly system, cash wouldn't even matter. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't need cash. You would just you give up 10% or 20% or whatever you feel is worth giving up, your your time, your effort, and then they other people would give that up, and then other people would give that up. And then next thing you know, you have a trade system going on that doesn't need cash. Mm-hmm. And it's see. not communism. It's not anti-materialist. It's actually materialistic because I'm making a computer for you and you're making uh, clothes for me, right? And so on. Um, I got a comment here from Peggy. Uh, says here, don't... Oh, okay. Uh, oh, she doesn't want me to read this online. Okay. Oh, okay. Whoops. I, I, okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Zip. So I won't zip, say that. I won't yeah. talk about that, Peggy. But yeah, um, like, hey, Peggy, my, you should call in. But I don't think <laughs> hey, I don't Peggy, s- call in. Yeah. Um, the, but you do know that you have China and Russia trying to destroy our dollar mm-hmm. strength across the world with the with the brick. I don't know if anybody's heard of. Well, brick. and the do- dollar is losing out in some countries right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, because the brick. So they're yeah, trying the to make this yeah. brick. I think it's going to fail, personally. I don't know. It seems like it's gaining some traction. We've seen them do this before. Russia did this when they were communists. They've done this before. It's not the first time. The problem is, is Russia doesn't have the... Again, like I keep saying, it's going to come down to what the dollar's based on, right? We have resources that we have not leveraged in banking or in money. We have... Res- like I said, we have oil sitting up in the north... Not going anywhere, but the but the rest of the world is draining their reserves to get money. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, right when people's start the straws start sucking up, and you hear that you know sound of you know <laughs> when you start hearing that, all of a sudden America's the only one with the most resources, and then guess who controls the world? That's what I've always believed has been the America's actually true. Uh, the military industrial complex and intelligent industrial complex and such has been the true goal is we hold on to all the resources. We let everybody waste it during war, during famine, whatever. We let them waste it. And then we, and then everybody has to come to us for everything. And then we're in control. Okay. My my mom uh, posted the, 
exact information I got from my niece on the on the speeding thing. Oh yeah, and, and the saying is five is fine, but ten you're mine. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's <laughs> yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I. This, this I don't know why I didn't think of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard that before. Yeah. This this cashless thing is uh, is interesting because I'm I'm reading like okay I've got this thing I got on Stateline.org. Right. Uh, North Dakota State Representative Ben Koppelman, a Republican sponsor of a cash transaction bill, acknowledged in written testimony that the issue involves balancing a, ba- a buyer's rights with a seller's rights. There is there are two fund, trans, traditional and fundamental conflicting freedoms here, he wrote. In this case, the buyer's right to pay however they choose should prevail. Right. Well, I agree. I agree. And not only that, but I mean, a basic principle by which the currency of our country works, it says right on it, it's legal tender for all debts, public and private. Okay? Correct. So somewhere you got to draw the freaking line here yes. on this. It's like, come yeah. on. And it's like... I, I can understand why, you know, big corporations like Visa MasterCard uh, would like to, for everybody to just use credit and, and cards all the time, because they're going to make a ton of money off this. Correct. Because they charge the merchant well, they charge a, fee, a lot. And then in return, the merchant has to charge the customer yep, a fee to pay fee. for it. So yep. essentially by... A cashless society would eventually cost you a lot more money. Yes. Oh, yeah. It would. See, that's why cashless does scare me, and and I like to use cash. Is is definitely you're gonna see if they go cashless and you go to a cryptocurrency of the Fed or something. Let's say you will lose money because they'll eat you away, and you won't be able to see it. See, the thing is, is I can program a worm that takes off an eighth of a cent. Yeah, and you would never notice. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of a movie with uh, Eddie Murphy in it. Oh yeah, yeah right. They, they did Bruce the same thing. Millions. Yeah, and it ha- remember it happened too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, we got too much money too quick because they forgot to carry a zero. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. You know, because it was supposed to be zeros point zero 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 one. It's like fractions of a it cent. It was fractions. And he of was a getting cent. all these fractions of a cent, right. and he was having a, a check cut for yeah. him every every week. Every on week, it. and yeah. it was like tons and tons of money. Yeah. Was it Brewster's Millions or something? No, I, I don't know. I care. No. But I know what you're talking about. I know the one it was. Which uh, one? Yeah. Oh, God, it'll come to me in a minute. That's okay. But anyway. But, anyway, but what I'm saying is, is they could do that to you. Yeah, they could do that to you. And and again, this is why like I've been trying to cancel stuff is it eats away at your account. Yeah. It, you know, any cashless thing or anything online eats away at your account because you're doing a monthly fee. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this hit me at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And then you have like five monthly fees that just came out. And yeah, that was cheap as one, but as five, it's like hundreds so, of dollars. <laughs> all right. So in the last segment coming up, I'd like to wrap this topic because I have a few more things I want to talk about. And then I want to talk about a topic that you and I talked about the other day about sens- sensationalizing nothing burgers for clicks. <laughs> Why do people do this? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, there, yeah, maybe you may not know. And Well, anyway, I was a little educated by some of this stuff too. So we'll be right back. Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at perkinsprotectiontraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. 
My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is to the final segment of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. The number here is 505-444-5059 if you want to call in and join the conversation. We're here with our guest, Derek Scott, today. Hello. So I wanted to wrap up our conversation we were talking about uh, before the break on uh, the cashless thing, okay? Now, how many times have we heard as it pertains to voter ID, that, oh, this is not inclusive. This is racist. This is, this is, you're excluding black people. Yes. By demanding that they have an ID. Yeah. (laughs) And if you go to a black community and say, do you have an ID? They're like, yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, was it hard to get? They're like, no. No, not really. I knew where, did you know where to go? Yeah. Yeah. Go to the DMV. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that is racist, making yeah, those kind of comments. Yeah. But but here's the thing, like when I was talking about the situation at the Devil's Tower, uh, you know, going in, I was assuming, well, this is free; it doesn't cost anything. And then on my way out, I get detained and told I need to pay twenty bucks. Everybody was getting detained, you know. And not only that, not only was I detained to pay twenty bucks, but it had to be twenty bucks on a card, no cash. Mm-hmm. So, so ridiculous. And why, the federal government's supposed to take cash because it's their own tenure. <laughs> you would think. You would think. For crying out loud, the federal government would take their own tender. Yeah, you think they would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the point I'm going to put out there is: is this racist? Is is the National Park Service racist? Technically, yeah. I guess <laughs> by that I mean, standard. If, if, I mean, you're going to take that standard. Yeah. I mean, why aren't the Democrats doing something about this? Yeah. 
you know, well, this racism you know, in the National Park Service. I know we were talking about it over the break, but yeah. And was it? My question was: Was it the sign posted saying that you will be, you might be charged on the way out? No. Now I had seen a sign uh-huh. in Colorado that uh-huh. had that. Okay. That's saying if you come through, you might be charged on the way out. See, now that and would it be said a, might, might, meaning if there was a person there. Yes. And so you just got to, the way I did it and the way my friends did it, yeah. you just would watch to see when the guy left uh-huh. and then you leave. We'd always leave at night. Yeah. That's the way you get around it. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. See, I just, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, Ooh, now I'm going to get a whole bunch of people in trouble, but. That's a good strategy. I you, never thought you of that. You wait until they're because not there. they're only there they can't until, have them there all the time. No, they're only there until like a certain time. Yeah. And, yeah. and so you go in and you go out. Right. You know, unless they put down a gate. Some, some of them have a gate. So then you're going to have to wait the next day and pay. But if they you don't have, have to it, spend the night and then not leave? Yeah, basically. <laughs> or, or you drive up and around. There's trails to well, get around yeah, it. Yeah, there is. You got to understand, yeah, there yeah. is not difficult trails to get around. So you just go take a trail. I mean, there is ways around this. And, and it's just the way they're fundraising, don't get me wrong. <laughs> and you're basically paying for the road. That's really what you're paying for is to use that road to get in. You know, our our friend Mike, he uh, posted on uh, the Facebook Messenger. He said, I make conservative comments on Facebook, and inevitably I get a comment from a nice-looking single lady to message her. I reject these as scams or ways of monitoring my comments on Facebook. I'm sure this happens to a lot of of conservatives. Uh, Let's see. Um, My wife gets them from guys. I assume they're fishing for scams. Yes, they are. You know, yes, they are. It happened to my son. You know, maybe what I will do is like I was going to talk about. Maybe I'll talk about the other thing first that I had on here real quick because yeah. I wanted to talk about the nothing burgers. Um, that's important. But I also wanted to talk about the latest scam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I saw they, that. They, they tried to play on me the other yes. day. The Google okay. phone. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. So <clears throat> this is this I think this is a fairly new tactic okay yeah, it probably is i've had them all tried i mean yes but so i i had listed something on craigslist that i'm selling right okay um shortly after i listed it like only maybe an hour or so after i listed it i get a text message because a lot of time people when you're selling things on craigslist they'll they'll uh, communicate with you via text so i get this text message hey do you still have this thing for sale it's like well yeah i do and uh they say, well, I, I, I'm interested in it, um, and I'd like a range to come look at it, uh, but I need to confirm your identity. It's like, well... No, you don't. Why? Why do you need to confirm my, my identity? It's like, what? That's not and, the way and, Craigslist and, works. Yeah, Sorry. no, that's not the way it works. Craigslist does that for you, you know? Yeah. And it's like... But anyway, so he, he sends me a... Google voice verification code. He doesn't send it to me, but Google does. Okay. What he did was apparently went to Google. He used my phone number. Requested this is a Nigerian one. Re- requested a a uh, a Google virtual number. And then what Google does is they send you a verification code via text message to your phone, and that's to verify that it's you. Okay. Well, what this person wanted me to do is to give them the verification code to verify my identity with them. It's like, that sounds weird. And when I got the text message from Google, it had a link on there. You can click on for I information. I click on No, it. it's from Google. The message was from well, Google. Well, okay, hold on. You can put a tracker. If you press, yeah. you, can, you can bind a tracker with a, um, and it'll look like Google, yeah. but it'll... It can redirect. Well, this was, and then it also can track where you're at. This was a link to an actual Google website. Okay, it wasn't. Did you some, check it before you pressed it? Like typed it in? Well, no, I could tell what it was by looking at it. Okay. So, so I clicked on that, and it gave me the information: do not share this Google code with anyone. Oh. <laughs> this is a known scam. Ah, bingo. And so basically, so I, they knew it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, after I, you know, because I thought that was weird. It's like, well, I've never seen that before. Yeah. And so, so then I basically just told the guy to go yeah. f, f himself and then yeah. i blocked him well and, and so it's, it's like you know that's funny because but that's like, the latest phishing scam they, there's a lot of phishing scams. so but what basically they'll be able to do is they'll get a google number that is connected to you right and they take over your account um i guess they can probably use that information to take oh, over yeah. your account oh, uh, yeah. uh they can they can do illegal activity and yep. people will think it's you yep uh, all kinds of things yep they can do that's why you have to be you know that's why vpn 
uh, use so I mean now you have to do so much more to secure your ability of banking and other things. That's why VPN. That's why firewall. That's why double check. Like I said, I was t- typing that mm-hmm. link first with like uh, a secure because like even Firefox has it like a secure web page that's locked down. Yeah. And so you can check it or do, you know, banking and stuff with it. So you can check and see if this link is valid. Um, but yeah, like, oh my God, it's just, it just gets so old. So, like, yeah, I mean, these. Because some of them are just so obvious. The, these scumbags are always coming up with a new uh, angle. And that's why I think. And you, you have go, to be on your toes. And that's why if you go cashless, imagine what will happen. You think it's oh. bad now? Oh my gosh. You go cashless, they're going to be fishing continuously. Oh, yeah to grab anything out of you. Yeah. See, like I said, that puts us on the web in such a major way. Like, remember, I've told you about cashless before and how, like, the government has been wishy-washy about it. Part, You know, don't get me wrong. Joey Biden knows people want it, but there's a lot of other people going, whoa, let's back mm-hmm. up a second. This puts us into very big vulnerability territory. Because of, remember, I was telling you how vulnerable even the government's money will be. Yeah. Even... The Fed will be super vulnerable. Any, and I'm not saying country, any person or people or group can come together and say, I'm going to steal a trillion dollars from America. You know, there's a really good reason why criminals always deal in cash. Yeah. Because it's secure. It's secure. It's and, very and secure. It's, it's, it's secure. Untraceable. Yeah, untraceable yeah. and secure. Mm-hmm. And even though you have a number on it, still banks accept it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It right. doesn't matter. It's secure. It's anonymous. Yeah. Uh, it, it you know, and it can't be it can't be scammed or can't hacked. can't be scammed or hacked. Yeah. Right. So you can't hack money. I mean, you can try to copy it. Yeah. Which China has done a pretty good job, but but I heard like Secret Service got ahead of them and they've gotten most of that money that they've tried to circulate out. Um, but it was pretty good. It was really. I close. just you know I've often kind of wondered. It's like when I'm out spending cash, I just wonder how often I have spent counterfeit cash. Probably, so, I mean, we could probably look it up. I know Secret Service has said there's a certain percentage. Mm-hmm. I know it's like, I think, like 20 or 30%. So, like, you know, maybe... There's that much of ev- it out there? Well, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm guessing at that number, like I said, that we should look it up. Because I I want to say that I remember, like, it's saying, like, 10% or something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of counterfeit. There's always counterfeit, and there's good counterfeit. I told you, China has flooded America with a lot of good counterfeit. They caught these counterfeit rings in California, up in Minnesota, Wyoming, uh, a couple other places. Um, And, yeah, so counterfeit is a continuous thing that's always fought. But, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't doubt you've passed it at least once in your life. I know I did. I got it from the bank. And then the well, woman. I think, you, I think you told me that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think I remember that. I've and it scared the scared me <clears throat> to half to death. But once I was able to prove where I got it, I had the receipt from the bank. You know, it wasn't a big deal. But you know, it still was considered counterfeit, and I turned it in. But it, it's funny because like you're gonna get it at some point. It's gonna get passed. I mean, not everybody can sit there and check every single dollar, every single hunt. You know, the only time they check is fifties and hundreds. You know, and that's if the clerk is even willing to do it or she's if she's got too many people, he or she's had too many people in line, what are they gonna do? They're gonna be like, ah, screw it, I don't care. You know, yeah. they're not gonna get the marker out, they're not gonna look at it. I did. I mean, I was anal about it when I got a fifty or a hundred. I checked it and I've caught it even as as a clerk mm-hmm. and be like, this is fake. Oh, no, it's not fake, I swear. And you knew the guy was trying to pass it and he just took it and left, which, you know, fine, bye, see you later. But, um, but yeah, like, it's passed more than people believe, <clears throat> you know. But I think it's something like 5 or 10% or something like mm, that. I don't know. I'm not... I'd have to do a little bit of research. We'd have to, to di- dive but deeper I, I, into it. I know. But you want to get to that other thing. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, just a real quickie on that. It says here on, on detecting counterfeit bills, it says if you hold the bill toward the light and there's no watermark, or if you can yes. see the watermark even without holding it up to towards the light, then the bill you're holding is probably a counterfeit. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. 
Like, I mean, they put a lot of technology into the into our greenbacks, mm-hmm. you know, for for a while now. Yeah, they have. But it used to be counterfeited really bad for a long time. Well, it used to be easy. That's what I'm saying. I know yeah. you've yeah. passed it at least once in yeah. your lifetime, in oh. my lifetime. Oh, back years ago, yeah. uh, it was, not, you know, especially what really got hard is when they came out with the really, really good uh, copier printers. Yes, yeah. Um, that so the earlier really bills, problem. I mean, could easily be duplicated. Now, the, the hardest part is, is the paper. Yeah. You know. Well, and, and people used to do that, and they would get the right paper, and then they'd mm-hmm. use the printers. The thing is, the watermarks, that's where the watermark comes in. Yeah. Is that stops it. But they've asked the printer companies, and, and they do, they have a little chip that checks what you're scanning. If it sees a dollar... Or uh, it, it won't let you do it. I think you might have mentioned it to me a while yeah, back. I haven't I tried that experiment. Yeah. I'm going to have to. I told you, yeah. Get yeah, a newer printer. You put it on. It won't. It won't. Yeah, copy I know. It. I messed around with my friends one day, and I used my really good copier and print and copied a one hundred dollar bill and left it sitting around the house just to see how honest my friends were. <laughs> <laughs> snake, snake. <laughs> I want to hear about the hamburger. I'm okay. okay nothing burgers. <laughs> yeah. Nothing burgers. So. So one thing we're seeing a lot nowadays is uh, clickbait, in which and like one of the most popular ones I've seen is like you'll you'll see something pop up on your phone that hey you know this you know we've discovered an alien spaceship in so and so place or or something that they'll they'll give you uh, a a, a headline yeah. that when you actually go into the content of it doesn't even mention the headline. Okay, so what does this all originate from? Okay. So the reason is, is because people make money off of their, their online posts based on the number of clicks they get for that post. Yep. I mean, even on, on my show here, in which we're on Rumble, um, Rumble, uh, based on the number of views and things like that, there is uh, monetization. Right. Uh, there's some yep. monetization, which really doesn't amount to much at all. But um, if if we ever got like an audience of like a million people or something like that, it would probably be significant. Right. Um, but anyway, going back to that thing is they want they're shooting for clicks. Okay. Right. So a popular thing I've seen is where they'll put on some sensationalized headline, and then. What they will do is they will suck you in to your reading, and they'll draw this story out for crying out loud. It's it's like going to one of these uh, seminars and in which people are trying to tell you, oh, it's free. We're going to show you how you can make you know millions of dollars in real estate, and then it's and, never free. And it's never free. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, after you sit there and you waste an hour or two of your time, <laughs> all they've done is lead you into buying something. Yeah, they haven't told you. They you haven't learned anything. Yeah, you know. It's like, well, there's two hours of my life I can't get back. So what they'll do is they'll they'll draw it out. It's a, it's a it's a typical tactic that gets used by these scammers. And what they'll do is then they'll have a next for you to click on to continue the story. And you can be sitting there oh, wasting, wasting your time forever. And I then finally, when you those. get to the end, it's like, well, that was a waste of time. Yeah, I've I've and but, it's always a lie or a fake. Yes, it's net. The headline is never. And Facebook what you is get full into. of them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because they make their money off of it. Yeah. So what you've done is on that one headline that you've read, yeah. you have put a whole bunch of clicks yeah. because you've clicked on next, 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 yep. next, next, yep. next, next. That's what it's all about is to keep you, uh, you know. Engaged. Engaged for as long as possible. Yeah. So and that they can get the clicks for the ads or whatever. Exactly. Because they make their money off of the ads people and so on and so forth. It's a kind of circular thing. Mm-hmm. It's all feeding into itself. That's why it will collapse eventually. Well, it's already kind of collapsing, you know. So that's when you hear the term clickbait. Yeah. I, I was that's talking, what it is. I was talking, about, talking to somebody about this the other day. Clickbait. I'd never heard of that. And yeah. I said, well... Yeah, that's clickbait. That's clickbait. what it is. Yeah. It's it's just to bait you to get you to click and get yeah. you to keep well, clicking and, because oh, I know they're going to tell me something interesting eventually, and you keep clicking and clicking and clicking, and then you hate yourself. And well, then you and think, then, oh my god, I can't believe I <laughs> fell well, for that. And then major media does the same thing with their headlines. They get people to just read the headlines. They make the headlines long and uh, imply certain things. But when you go into the article. It's totally different than the headline. It doesn't even combine with Not the headline. Not at all. You're right. You know, and media is terrible about that because they're trying to mess with your mind, right? You don't have the... They know that you might not have the time or you're kind of flipping through. 
So you look at the headline, you make an assumption, because that's what we are. We're an assumption machine, and they know how to trick your brain into making the assumption based on the way the words are combined, and then you make the assumption move on. You don't read the article, because when you read the article, you're going to find out that the guy had the right to defend himself, and the DA didn't charge him. (laughs) But then when you read the headline, this guy is a terrible menace with a gun, and how dare he do that? You know, um, it, it makes the... And then you make that assumption of... Oh, you know, this guy had no right to, you know, be road raging or whatever. Like there was an incident, like I still question what really happened, but this guy who had a firearm, it doesn't say that he held had it held up at the person. It doesn't say it was at the low ready. They just said he had a firearm. It could have been on his hip for all we know. Yeah. Okay, because you know how many people freak out when your gun is on your hip and you're walking in, oh my God, he's going to call the cops. (laughs) And you're just like, (laughs) and then you have to kind of show the badge or something and be like, just back off. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a right to do this. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, yeah, they freak out and they make assumptions. And so this guy drove over and killed this guy with his Tesla. This was in New Mexico. Okay, and the headline made it out like the guy with the gun was the total terrible person. But when you read the article, there's a lot of questions. Right. You don't get any answers. You know, this to. is the problem with these sensationalized headlines and, and clickbait and things like that. And I, you know, I've had people forward stuff like this to me on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, and all this kind of stuff, in which. It's a nothing burger. It's nothing. And I even talked to a friend about this. Like, why did you forward this? Did you not read this article? It's a nothing burger. It just makes you look bad mm-hmm. that you sent it to me and that you shared it with other people. But that's what they're looking for. It's like they do these sens- sensationalized headlines. People are going to forward them. They're going to they're going to yep. they're going to like them. They're going to yep. they're going to repost and then that them. Goes, and then more people are going to click on them. And then it goes up on the yes. on the algorithm. And then before you know it, millions of people have clicked on this stupid terrible thing headline. That is nothing. Mm-hmm. And and that headline has changed their mind on maybe a crucial uh, bill or a crucial issue. Right. You right. know, and and the way they're going to vote. Like you were saying, it hijacks the voting. It does. Just like with Google and the search and how it gives you a predefined uh, suggestion, it's it's going to change the way people vote. You know, like I did a, I did a search Because uh, it says, like, Trump is the worst, or right. Trump is... And that's all they read. You know, and that's all and they, they read. And they don't read the they article. They don't no. read the article. They no. don't read what the search says. No. You because know. writing a good article actually requires a lot of time. Yes. Oh, yes. You know, back in I, the day, it took you know, if you, it, you it takes a lot weeks. of time. You know, just like when I write you would a monologue have articles. for my show every week, I, I put a large amount of time into writing the monologue for well, the show every if week. If you ask reporters of the time, like Jamie, you know, it take weeks, yeah. and they would be setting up for a big story, and then that would be the headliner, and then you'd have the second page, and so on, and and if you were in the headline or the second page or the third page, man, you were doing really good as a reporter. But those reporters, that's why they had a lot of them, because each one was working on a story of corruption or this or that or, you know, and yeah, it made a more honest system. Well, and I still believe in the fairness doctrine that maybe we need to bring it back equal time for both sides. See, I don't know if I agree with that or not. The whole fairness doctrine yeah. idea, okay? Because but Reagan took it a, off, and there's a reason why started getting you don't have a bunch massive of media. There's a reason why you don't have a bunch of liberal talk shows out there because people don't care about what these people have. Well, to say and the fairness they, doctrine because they're ridiculous. Well, and also the fairness doctrine you know, doesn't require that there be the same amount of liberal programs as Republican. See, that's the saying? argument that's out there. You know, and I, I don't even consider my show, you know, I say it's a conservative talk show. But, but we gonna, try to but stay But what I do is I, I try to basically objective. share the, the truth yeah. and be objective. Yeah. And, you know, listen to other points of view. And, yeah. it, and, if, it's, and if it's a point of view that's backed up by facts and, and, and logic and it makes sense, I will agree with you. Right. Even if it goes against my belief, it's like, wow, I might, I might say, well, you know what? I agree. Yeah, again, wrong. facts and wrong. evidence. I learned can something new me. here. Yeah, I'm and the that same happens way. from time to time. Yeah, you know, not very often, but it does happen <laughs> from time to time. Well, because most of the time they don't have facts; they have emotional yeah, arguments. Because they're going up against me when I'm doing a ton of research before right. my show each week. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna argue with me on something, you better be ready. Yeah, yeah. So the, I try my best. 
Yeah, well, you do a great job. <laughs> there, so in this one article I saw on resilience.org, it, they were saying here, what concerns me here is that the clickbait model of business is now ubiquitous on the Internet, unless the information you're selling on the Internet is so compelling that people are willing to pay for a, a fee to access it or support it. No one's expecting to make a living providing content for Internet readers that can afford not that uh, Internet readers can afford not to create clickbait yeah, yeah. it's that's how yeah. they make money yep. and it's like that's so that's, you'll have some real articles but then you have a whole bunch of clickbait articles even on fox mm-hmm. even on cnn yeah even on major media they have clickbait articles they do they have some good ones and mm-hmm. then they have clickbait all over the well, place. well it's like it's like the old saying that goes if it if it bleeds it leads it bleeds it leads you know yeah. the news has always been that it's way because always been that not way. only are they trying to provide news for you but they have to also they have to make money keep the audience engaged yep. have to keep them uh, watching so they have to throw in these sense like like I know one tactic that the news uses is like when the thing was going with the UFO hearings or they're all oh, right, they're, they're right. supposedly going to give us some new information yeah, which they didn't which they was didn't. a joke really got nowhere but but I remember on one of the news shows I was watching them one day they mentioned that at the beginning they weren't mentioning when they were going to talk about it but they mentioned it at the, at the beginning so the whole idea is like well we're baiting you with this because now you're going to have to watch the rest of the news show until you get to the until end until we yeah, get to that because that. you don't know well you don't even yeah. know if it's going to be you don't even know if it'll be I would and, watch you know, and wait, and then it wouldn't be at the end, and I wasted my time. Yeah, that exactly. used to happen back yes. in the day. Yes. Yeah, and you know, and to a, you know, I would never do that on my. I guess show, that would be but, watch bait you know, today. Watch because back in the day, remember yeah. you would watch a show and they'd be like, "Oh, you know, we're gonna have a preview watch. or whatever." Exactly. And you'd watch and watch and watch, and they never get to it, or it'd be like a two second thing, and right. you'd be like, "That was such a waste of time." So I guess it would have been called watch bait back then. Watch bait. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was something actually that. Stella, you shared with me the other day. This lady, she was claiming that there is another planet orbiting Earth in right. between in between the Earth and the Moon. Okay, so well, there's a planet toyed right now. What? Uh, it's slowly losing its orbit. There was a planetoid that came into orbit and was another moon for yeah. at least a mm-hmm. year. Okay, but it was further out beyond the it, Moon. It, it right? no, it was between the Moon. Oh, and the was Earth. okay, but it was. The size of this room. Oh, yeah. We're you talking know, a little about, bit bigger. We're talking about a planet size thing. Yeah. Okay. No. And so she shows these images of this, what looks like a planet uh, above in the sky. And it's, you know, it's kind of obscured. And the argument she uses is that it's because the atmosphere is blocking blocking the view of it. Well, if the atmosphere is well, blocking something bigger moon. than the moon that's closer than the moon, then why wouldn't it be blocking the moon yeah. too? And then the other question you have to ask yourself is this huge, enormous planet that's supposedly orbiting the Earth, it would be messing why with would it tidals, not be brilliant tides. in the nighttime sky? Yeah, and be messing with tides. You would yeah, see the gravitational right, pull right, from the right. satellites because they'd be crashing into it. So, so I found the whole thing really interesting. So right. I, I, I was going through and watching the video, and and what she was basically doing is she was clickbaiting people into listening to her read some Bible verses. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, it's like, you know, I I appreciate your effort. You're trying to, you know, trying to bring some religion into people's lives, but it's like, but that's, that's not a, a way re- to do that's it. That's a really Don't, deceptive way to do it. That's very dishonest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but YouTube, tell shame you're right. you shared that with me. You're right. YouTube, you're right. YouTube does do the same thing. They clickbait people with their images and their titles Mm -hmm. and then you click in and it's like I've accidentally clicked into some and I get references to them now and I hate it but um, I've accidentally clicked into AI generated videos that are just nothing burger in the sense that it's just word salad. Yeah. It never gets to the point. No, never it does. It never talks about anything that I don't already know. It leads you to believe at the beginning that right. they're going to share that something profound share something profound. You. But then... And at the end, it's nothing. nothing. It's been a nothing it's, for It's kind of like... And that's why nothing burger is nothing burger. Right. Because it's a big giant burger. It looks great and juicy. And but then, then you, bite you bite into it. it. It's nothing there or it's cardboard. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's what nothing burger kind of remind. Yeah. It kind of makes you think about a movie in which it, it you know that you're watching and you're thinking it's going to come up to some fantastic climactic ending and it leaves you and they, oh yeah yeah they and uh, it's like what? to be continued <laughs> what you know it's like that yeah so anyway oh well we're well out of time. and and well i'll tell you the other there's uh nothing burgers is a great way to put it 
instead of clickbait, in my opinion. Yeah, I like that. I like Nothing Burger better, because that's what I used to use when I was young. Yeah. You know, that's what I was told it was called. So Derek, now it's clickbait. Thanks for coming on with us today. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. So if you want to send us your questions and comments or suggestions, email us at Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. And you can check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com. And you can listen to replays there and check out the resource page and the Becca's monologues. And if you're listening to us on KDAZ Radio, 96.9 FM AM 700 in Albuquerque, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to watch us live on Friday morning, morning and call in and talk to us uh you can do that on friday morning um just go to our website click on the rumble link 9 a.m to noon friday morning and uh, i also want to remind everybody about our saturday night show that derek and i actually co-host that show called the continuum on saturday night you can get to that on our rumble link this week we're going to be talking about Round Earth versus Flat Earth, and that's going to go down a lot of rabbit holes. It's going to be really, really uh, interesting. I don't know if I'm so excited for that. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Divided, we're weak. Together, we're strong. It's time for us all to stand up, open your eyes, reject division, tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda and hate, hell no, we won't comply. And everybody, we, we are, are the, the resistance. resistance. Thank you.